Try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 140, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? You already know what it is. Come on now. Please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS or Android. And please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you need brand new deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. All right, episode 140. Weekly check-ins. How you doing this week, brother? I'm all right, man. Definitely. I feel like I'm starting to catch my stride again. I feel like, you know, through work and just a lot of just other things happening, I definitely felt like I was starting to get a little stagnant, like a lot, but it was from the, a lot of things happening and trying to figure out how to juggle, you know, scheduling and personal and, you know, just making sure like, you're, yeah, just being available while not necessarily losing yourself in work. I feel like I was working a lot on certain things and then other deadlines are creeping up and it's like, I think on this journey through leadership, it's been important for me to kind of figure out that balance and like, what do I need to be successful and be the most, you know, effective version of myself while also giving myself the time and grace to, you know, make mistakes, to feel comfortable. And I think like I had a good productive meeting today where it's like, all right, cool. I know I'm, 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 I'm seeing things the right way. You feel me? I'm in the right spaces. And it's just like, all right, how do I maximize time and what combos need to be had? So definitely catching up with that. And also fantasy basketball started, so it's giving me something else when I do need a reprieve. Like I can like kind of lean into that. I was just telling the Trini All-Star, you know, the man Jamie Tox, you know, I- I'm I'm checking basketball stats in the middle of the night. I might start doing some parlays or something, man. Don't stress yourself out now because I've seen some people <laughs> cursing out up Stefan Diggs over here last week. He had to apologize like, I'm sorry, I'm fucking niggas parlays up. No, no, no. Only basketball. Only basketball. I don't touch football. I know better. How you feeling, bro? Nah, because if you betted on, um, quick fact, if you betted on um, Christian McAfee on, from, the center, um, from the 49ers, the bet that he scored a touchdown, if you had betted that he scored a touchdown for 17 games so far, you could have won over 500000 because he's on the streak. <laughs> I mean, he going to get them shits. I'm about to put All right. For me, you know what? Life has a funny way of... I don't know if I want to say humbling you, but let you rem- let you understand that you're still a student of the game. So I had this opportunity at work, which I was kind of reluctant at first because someone was trying to tell me how to do something or like try to help me do my job in a different way. And at first I had a little pride and arrogance, like, nigga, the fuck? Nigga, it's me, nigga. It's me, nigga. It's me. But I always remember from my mentor, shout out to you, my guy, to always be a student of the game. So he was like, you know, the guy who was trying to introduce me to some, he's like the tip top boss, not tip top boss, but he's one of them. And basically chop it up with me. And basically, so I kind of have a chance to even acquire a potential new mentor, a new ally at the work with a chance of me growing and getting new opportunities. But I just kind of like ref- had a little self-reflection. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. You kind of pushed them off in the beginning because your arrogance and pride a little bit. And it just kind of reminded me, like, don't get too ahead of yourself. Don't get too full of yourself. Remain humble. Remain hungry. And there's opportunity. So now I'm just kind of like excited to see, you know, how to fo- how to um, foster that relationship a bit better. Um, what possibilities and benefits it could yield for both of us because he basically setting me up for success without just off just off the string because he wanted to give back in a sense and i almost rejected that so i'm just kind of just i'm i ain't gonna lie this week i'm more aware of my blessings i ain't gonna lie i'm always internally grateful for what i have but i ain't gonna lie that little stuff this week made me just be like be more aware and humility so that's for me though 
Um, but let's get this episode started. So real quick, Joe Biden. We're not gonna say too much on the because we're not really a political podcast, and that's political. That's political slick right there. He could go more in depth with it. Yo, Joe Biden, tell these motherfucking student loans to get off our goddamn backs, my nigga. Because I hear that you're potentially about to send more billions out, which you know get whatever you're gonna do, my nigga. But them statements is coming in, bro. And I'm tired of this shit, bro. Because how the hell... he in, Over the last year, bro, I just saw it. I didn't see millions he gave out, nigga. He gave out billions. And the student... They ain't playing. Them student niggas are hitting you in email, the phones. They want their money back. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck our Congress is able to give the say okay for niggas to send bread out here for aid, but can't even get $10,000 off of student loans, bro? They're not worried about us. Because they're giving aid to countries that allow us to spend military funding dollars that, again, traditionally, and if you look at the course of American history, whenever we're in economic and financial crisis, what do we do? We jump into a war. That war stimulates the economy. That's what we're looking at right now. Isn't the money, the answer is not to help the people here that are, you know, just everyday taxpaying citizens. You, and it's very frustrating as... An American taxpaying citizen. You're just like, yo, bro, like, are we are we dead ass here? Like, where do you see like we're saying where things are struggling? I was talking having a conversation the other day and it, and the conversation was like, yo, to buy a five hundred thousand dollar house, you're catching a four thousand dollar mortgage in New York right now. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's fucking insane. That same yep. five hundred thousand dollar house, you was probably paying twenty one, you was paying less than what rent prices are now. And people still operate under the pretense that, yo, if I buy a house, you know, I'm paying less than I'm paying for rent. No, you're not. You're probably paying more, and then you're more liable for whenever damages happen to that home. You feel me? So it's one of those frustrating things where it's like the the quality of life and cost of living for, as an American citizen is absurd, and we aren't getting aid. Salaries stayed relatively the same, given a percent to two or three in different fields recently, but the cost of living has grown up by like, I don't, I don't know the exact stat, but we could say 20 30% in the last couple of years, and that's probably just being yeah, nice trying to make up for COVID and everything like that. And all we're told is like, okay, it's fine. You know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, people had to deal with this. People wasn't paying for like a fucking Arizona is not even a dollar anymore. Let's be real. Uh, uh, uh yo, turkey, uh, uh, honey turkey on a roll, whatever, all the fixings. That's just seven dollars, dog. McDonald's don't have a dollar menu. You go to Uber Eats and shit right now. You paying three dollars for the same shit that was on a dollar yo, menu. Yo, I was dead talking to someone, bro. What happened to the fucking dollar menu, bro? What the McChicken was a dollar. Bro. That shit dead ass close to four dollars now. That shit is like three dollars and change now, bro. You used to be able to go to, to fucking Costco and BJ's with two fifty and you were set for the month. That shit not lasting you a week no more, bro. So we really keeping it a stack. They don't care about us. And we understand that politics is a game. The older you get, you understand that. But I think you see the games that are being played politically and you also see how it's impacting our current state of living, which is like it's not no longer about political affiliation and party. It's about who's making my life easier. To student loans and right. stuff Like I'm in school right now Like I was like I'm going back I knew I always said I'm going back Before they try to get me nigga Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at PhD programs right now I, like, I, okay. Absolutely Cause them thank, thank God for state colleges And not having crazy Crazy loans But it's like Alright bet I'm about to run this bitch up <laughs> Sorry kids Y'all gonna have to pay For daddy's <laughs> Nah I'm just playing On that part But it's just now like You gotta put the light bill Under their name I ain't nah. gonna lie Shout out to black parents Yo black parents Was fucking up Niggas credits Way before that oh, nigga Could talk <laughs> Expeditiously But it is definitely Frustrating Like cause I can imagine Like yo As crazy as times And you know what If we really being honest the pandemic mm-hmm. and free spending We didn't go anywhere We picked up a lot of bills and shit Because we had money to spend Now we back into the world And it's like Them bills ain't stopping And that's the frustrating part It's like yo There wasn't much grace given They gave us a little 600 here A little couple hundred there That shit ain't doing nothing It ain't moving and much I, I want to speak on that real quick Please for the love of black people Trump did not give the give that to us, and also it wasn't free. I want niggas to say I'm not even a political guy. I just tired of hearing our black celebrities and other black people go for go for Trump. And I'm not saying you know whatever Trump is, whatever. If you fuck with him, you fuck with him. But please stop giving him fake accolades, and please stop attributing the stimmy as a benefit for us. <laughs> It was not a benefit for us, my nigga. It was basically our money. We just, we basically got a loan for that shit. <laughs> that was basically it. We got an updated loan. 
but you saw you but real quick on Donald Trump, you saw that nigga got he stormed out and had the secret eight Secret Service agents chasing after him after appearing on court. I didn't even hear about that one, bro. That's wild. I ain't gonna lie, this nigga Trump, and he still got over a forty percent rate in the public for the presidency race. I'm telling you right now, if he comes and win, bro, I'm 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 starting to scam fraud. I'm I'm gonna run this shit up, bro, because at the end of the day, <laughs> a nigga like him got a fucking Rico charge instead of the president. I could do something. I don't care. I know I'm black. I know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna shoot my ass real quick. But I'm 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 get rich or die trying on my fifty cent shit. I ain't mad at you, brother. Fuck it. I support you. <laughs> All right. So in celebrity news, man, come on now. October's very own Mister Do Right and Kill Anything. Drizzy Drake Rogers. Happy motherfucking birthday to the boat. And on his birthday, man, he just he just he just found out he broke he breaks records. He's like the LeBron of this shit, Michael Jackson of this shit. So if we don't know now, Drake now has 223 M R I A digital certified song units as a lead artist. The first artist to cross 200 million in RIAA history. My nigga's the fucking goat. Top two, not two, fuck push a T. Fuck Pharrell. Fuck Joe Budden. Who else? Who else? Who got beef with him? You didn't say your favorite rapper? Who's my favorite? Oh, fuck K-Dot? Uh, nah, he, he's he been quiet. He, he went back to his hole again. Until he poked his head out and tried to talk shit again, fuck him too. Fuck whoever who gets over your over everybody. You heard? Bow! Happy birthday, Mr. Drake. We play this song in your honor. There we go. Back outside, boys, toting a 70 on the strip, I'm ready to die Cutting the traction, bed in the corner, bet I make shit glide Try to bring the drive, tell me he ain't know how he cha-cha slide I'll never lose sleep over no bitch, way too much pride Fill it up in a briefcase, split the shit with the vibes Bring stroke, my right wrist pain clean. I spent days in the east trying to figure if I'm geek. This bitch tweaking, talk too much while I was geek. Blew my peak, fucking rap niggas hoes. I'm on the street, this shit sweet. I went half a million on rose, did four million on my ice, couple million on my cars. I went Tyson, I'm too nice. Niggas shot me on the street, wanted to talk, so he asked my price. The number was high as me, I ain't gonna lie. I was fucking with this little wall, I think she buy. Wow, great transition okay. point. Great transition <laughs> point. <laughs> Facts. Now, in other news, man, Jonathan motherfucking majors. Now, do we need to ha- do we have to hear organizations give him some public apologies? No, he's black. He's a man. So if you if you don't know, the ex girlfriend of Jonathan Majors, the one that accused him of assault in her in March, was arrested in New York City on two misdemeanor charges. Man, now <clears throat> sources said that it probably won't stick. The prosecutor said it probably won't stick, but this is a motherfucking victory for me. This is a motherfucking victory for me, bro. Literally, it still bothers me, bro, that he called the cops because she was abusing him and he got arrested and got his life turned upside down. Had Marvel trying to reek. First of all, Marvel, I need I need a public. Out of anybody, Marvel, I need a public apology from you, my nigga. Because that nigga's a brilliant fucking actor over here. You about to have, you signed this nigga to a slave contract. He about to be in like 42 movies <laughs> playing King. He's in, he's in low key. He's in mad shit. And he's built for it. But y'all over here trying to abandon him real quick after all this. But I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Jonathan Majors again because. Not only he's he's you know he's one he's possibly going to win this court case, but he got Megan Good, and things are looking up. So I I want to what's your thoughts on everything? Definitely, I I think that it is one of those things like innocence or proven guilty. We don't know what the final verdict will be. We don't know if the charges will stick. But just based on what has come out about it, in the sense of hey, you know, in this instance, he probably wasn't wrong, and I think that. The character slander, not saying if, if it's substantiated or not about how he was in his college days and whatnot, 
But I think the fact that, yo, he did call the cops because he was getting assaulted. And, like, the people that were in the immediate situation also said that this is the situation. I think that it does bode well for him. But it's also like, hey, they could still say whatever they want to say. And a lot of times, not what they prove in court. It's what people think about you and when it's at the peak of the media cycle. So we hope we, no, vindication is hopefully, if he is innocent in this case, is done well. If he has had those instances where he's been violent in the past, like hopefully he's getting treatment for that and doesn't do any more of those makeshift I'm stopping kids from fighting in the park shits he's doing. <laughs> hey, nigga, update your fashion, my nigga. You look like a fucking 1940 <laughs> factory worker trying to be modern. But I fuck with you, though. But Slick, those, so quick question. Those past accusers of him that, that came out after that talking about, oh, he's a, had a violent... Do anything happens to them? Do you think anything should happen to them? Because it's kind of like, bro, y'all didn't say nothing about me when this shit happened. But as soon as something happened, y'all started popping out real and to create this narrative on me. Um, I think that in the case of what, like, the timing was terrible. But they, if that, like, again, if it's something he really did, you leave it alone. Because there's no way to prove any of these things. You feel me? Regardless, whatever we say, there's nothing. It's just about bad timing. So I think that. I mean, at, at push come to shove, the publications can retract the timing of the statement. But if it's something that's unsubstantiated or something that has happened, we'll never really know. It's all hearsay at that point. That's crazy. I think I think we should develop a system where niggas get their slap back or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Jada Pinkin Smith, man, we've been talking about her for the last two weeks. Now, this is not to talk about what she said or, or about Tupac, because I know she loves talking about Tupac. It's as much as hate that she's getting, which, you know, you can debate amongst your crew and self if it's worthy or not hey play on words i don't want you to discredit her so her book just finished got released right and a lot of people a lot of outlets are trying to say oh the book flop the book flop and this shit is on the best the new york Times bestseller list i know i know i know she's not she's not doing that well in her interviews or defending will the way that y'all want to defend Will, which I have to understand, they've been separated since 2016. I think Will went through all the emotions that we are currently feeling about hearing this news already. He had time to heal, time to go to therapy, time to find some new stuff. That's why this nigga started his, he tried to step in the podcast world. Will Smith, watch the fuck out. We got it over here, Will. I know you're doing your class of 88 about hip hop, nigga, but we do hip hop too over here. You stepping on niggas' toes out here. You might get you might get on my shot list. That's side note. <laughs> but please don't drag down a black woman. So go read the book and get the full experience of 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 because what I'm hearing is a lot of wisdom, a lot of transparency. It's not what everyone thought it might be so give the book a chance and don't diminish a black woman's worth fuck that oh my god (laughs) (laughs) bro bro you marketed your book on your bullshit platform about all of that don't tell me you coming with me with gifts and gems and shit and you was out here man fuck out here next topic (laughs) (laughs) okay um what's the market for this for my compilation okay <laughs> all right oh um, real quick so we're not going to do this whole dinner with jay-z or 500 dollars. we already did that shit already niggas if you're not you better take that money he told you to take that money you ain't getting no relationship fucking with jay-z you gotta understand jay-z is a brooklyn nigga if you wasn't with him from the day one it doesn't matter <laughs> if you meet him now you're not going to be buddy you're not going to be tata basically but he was he had he had the interview and he's talking about he's willing to release a new album slick, but it has to mean something. And I just wanted your opinion real quick before we get into sports. Two questions. Should Jay-Z release another album? And if he does, what should it be about? Should he be on his push your T shit? Should he give us a lot of 444? What's your thoughts? Uh should he? Why not? I think the fact that he said in this he, era, though, the reason why I'm a little in this era where niggas is want to destroy legacy before even appreciating the album. You see what they do to Drake? Only Nas because and I and I'm gonna put an exception on Nas because Nas had a reputation of bad discography. So I guess it kind of absolved him from niggas trying to destroy his legacy. Um, but I think what about Jay Z as the most successful hip hop artist besides Drake? 
I think that the fact that his last couple of features he's done, he sound very motivated. Even back to the Jay Electronica album, he was spitting crazy. And I also think that as we haven't really seen, you know, there's, there's, let's be real, there's not a great phase out for legendary rappers. There aren't many flowers mm-hmm. given. I just heard Tia's announcing his uh his final album, like a rap legend. But it's like we haven't really cared about his music in a while. I think Hov understands the power of his moment. When he drops, people are going to stop to hear what he's saying. And I think 444 left such a great taste in people's mouths, Pause from how he had developed it last time. He's had more children since. He's had more business success and ventures since. He's deaded beefs, even more beefs since. And I think just coming from that time span of like, you know what, I'm a father of three. My wife is on top of her game. We've recovered from, you know, my infidelities and our, our weaknesses and chinks in our armor. I think it could be a great album. And I think this the state of the world that we're in right now, I think as a good voice to hear, it's like it's not like he's gonna be sounding old. And it's a moment in hip hop. And I think that's what you want. You want the legends of hip hop to still sound and still feel it and still feel connected and people still give a fuck about what Jay Z has to say. I agree. And in the ideal world, I want that to happen. But you got it's like it's like almost Drake. Is he going to be relatable to the people? I would say it's a little. Different. I think for I think for four forty four, I guess the reason why, obviously, it was relatable to people, but I guess it's because he was talking about his situation with Beyonce. So a lot of people open it with a different ear. Now you can't do that again. So uh, how how is he going to make this music relatable and also keep it in a way that is appreciated by the younger folks? I mean, he's dropping, he's a father of three now. He has new experience. Like, again, I think that the stories he can tap into, that feeling, like, as black men grow and develop, we haven't heard that for real in hip-hop and from a, with a mainstream lens in terms of, like, mm-hmm. we still care about what you have to say. I agree. You're still talking about generational wealth. You're still talking about that he can, he can punch line with the best of them, but now you're also giving us those stories about, like, yo, I'm in a space I never thought I would be in. Last time y'all heard from me, I ain't know if I was going to keep my wife. I ain't know... You know, I'm out here getting money. I'm over here accepting things that I thought I never would accept about my family and friends and shit. You know, I'm being honored and looked at at this icon. Like, I still got a voice about what's happening. He's done the Super Bowl stuff. Like, he could, he could, hey, yo, his rich flex would be crazy. Oh, but then also on the specs of forgiveness and healing and understanding and growth, there'll be so many gems on that album. It's like the Nas records. You could say, like, Nas commercially might not do the numbers that he did when he was Illmatic, Stillmatic, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But the quality and the content, Hove can get all these producers to give him some great beats. He can curate an amazing album. He can call in any feature and favor he wants. That shit would be a hit. Yeah, I agree. I'm from Brooklyn, so obviously I want him to release a new record. I'm just kind of, you know, with, with legendary artists like that, I'm a little more protective of because it's kind of like I see what Drake goes through with his albums and stuff like that. I'm like, for like legendary artists like him, I'm just kind of like, I don't want them to fuck up his legacy. I, I don't think he will. I think the media just love to troll the shit. And I'm I you know, I'm a little protected because you know, Brooklyn nigga. But anywho, to sports, like you said earlier, the NBA season has started slick. And we had the first couple of games, uh, Lakers, and I don't you take it over because A D, I ain't gonna lie to you. If you don't fix your goddamn self, my nigga, I'm trading you for two bags of chips. In a Gatorade, my nigga. Because there's no way in hell you score 17 in the first half and then zero a big donut in the second half after talking all that shit at the Nuggets, my nigga. And Gilbert Arena said it the best. You are consistent at being inconsistent. It's, I already know the next game you're going to blow. You're going to have an amazing game. And this shit can't happen no more, bro. You got to be, give me, give me, I need amazing games or it's done. You can't pass the torch no more. Oh, yeah, no, nah, so we had the Lakers and Nuggets. We had KD going back to Golden State. Last night we had create some some wild games, some good matchups. That Brooklyn Nets came back on some unprecedented shit. They should I mean they lost to fucking Cleveland on some unprecedented shit. Uh uh it's just been interesting. I think we're in a period of transition for the NBA. Like LeBron's not playing 30 minutes no more. He was tight. He's like trying to play point guard. He told D'Lo what to do and then that nigga just came and shot a brick three. You feel me? Like the Knicks should have won that game. Some bad calls went against them, but also just execution. Tom Thibodeau, bro, you came back with Julius Randle on the bench. It's okay. 
He didn't have it last night, and you threw him out there to not play defense and not be effective on offense. Same thing with Jalen Brunson. He started to get going a little bit, but quickly, and RJ had them, and uh, Grimes had them in that game. So I think Tibbs has to really look himself in the mirror and be like, sometimes you got to tell your star, yo, you don't got it right now, bro. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, It's feeling good as a season. I feel like it's gonna, we're going to see some some shocking players. You saw a lot of rookies. Wimby debuted. Derek Lively looked good out there. Um, You know, a lot of players, it was uh, a lot Chad, of bricks. He got his walk into the NBA moment already. First game? He got two of them. He got two. He got crossed and he got dunked on. Two different players, two different people. So the NBA is looking like it's going to be fun this year. We still got the James Harden scenario. Boy showed up to the plane and they was like, yeah, nah, nigga, you ain't getting on here. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Because, I mean, he has to do that because if he doesn't show up, he don't, he don't, he loses his game money. But... I ain't gonna hold to. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Whatever team he lands on next, you better play your motherfucking heart out. Not because you're on my boy Slick Grayson's team, but nigga, you're gonna be out your way out the league if you don't. You're gonna be. You're gonna be in China playing for niggas if you don't. If you don't stop this shit, bro. I ain't going front. If I'm the Knicks, I'm going to get him. You know what? Yes. If I'm the Knicks. I'm going to get him. One year. I know he wants to be. I know he wants to go to the Clippers, but yeah. I just don't see physical. Westbrook had a trip. Had a thirteen assists, efficient. Didn't take too many shots. Like shout out to you, Westbrook. What's the, and they had twenty assists between him, PG, and Kawhi. Why am I stirring that up? For what reason? For a guy that doesn't show up in the playoffs. I know Westbrook is okay being the number three, number four. He got Zubak out there looking like Prime Dwight Howard, which we'll get to in a minute. But thank you, Westbrook. <laughs> But I think it's like if I'm the Knicks, if I'm a team like Orlando or, you know, a team that needs that guard that like teams could play ISO. I think the thing about Harden is he's going to get guys shots. Even when he was scoring 35 and 37, he was averaging eight, nine, 10 assists. And I think that as his game is slowed down, you put him on a team with some talent, you can make some moves. Harden in the backcourt can really help you out. Who the Knicks would trade? They can't. Evan they Fournier. can't trade Randall. I think they would have to keep Randall. They're I think not trading him. nothing big. They're going to trade Evan Fournier. They're going to trade. They don't have Quickly's rights anymore. Quickly's going to be a free agent. You probably trade Fournier. Quickly. You might have to give up Hartenstein. You give up a protected first round pick. RJ. I'm not giving up RJ. Because the thing about it with Harden, the thing about the Knicks that's wild, they don't have anybody that thinks ahead with their passes. And then with a guy like Harden, Julius Randle's not bringing the ball off the court, which is what I would say. You save. What you think? What you think? You think the 76ers is going to allow the Knicks to maintain Brunson, Harden, and Randle? That's a that's a that's a threat to them. <laughs> it is a threat to them, but at the same time, you're getting a young backcourt. You're getting Tyrese Maxey and Emmanuel Quickly, who played together in college. You can get a backup big, or you can get some picks. Like I said, there's a piece. Maybe you, I don't want to give up Grimes. But maybe you say Quentin Grimes gets the chance to go at a spot where he can be the second, third option. Like, it's a look and a good for the Knicks. As good as Brunson is, as good as Randall, as good as RJ is, none of them are natural facilitators. You're telling Harden he could step into a spot where there's already shots. We've had plenty of Knicks games where they have five, six, seven guys in double figures. But now you add that person that's going to get the, move the ball around for one season. And again, Harden's playing for a contract. If, if it doesn't work out, you let him go. You might lose him quickly for nothing. You don't want Evan Fournier. So you might lose one player that you might have next year. You give up one of these first-round picks, and you put up a, 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 a pick swap up there. I'd do it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to lose, really. You're losing maybe. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, so I would, I would love for us to have a superstar. So he's it. not even a superstar. But, again, and then to that point, a, t- a player like Donovan Mitchell asked for a trade, and in the summertime, you sign and trade James Harden. For James- so now it's like, okay, Cleveland doesn't walk away with, it, with nothing. You feel me? Like, there's ways around this thing to make it work. And that's why I say, or a team like Orlando, who, like, you got all these forwards and, you know, you got defense, you got athletic wings, you put Harden there, who was a threat. At, I like Mark Helfo. He's on my team, too. But it's like Harden in Orlando, he makes the game so much easier for a lot of those young guys. San Antonio. If I'm San Antonio, I like Jeremy Sochin looked great. But imagine him getting to learn from James Harden how to see the floor. You feel me? Imagine the pick and roll with him, with Harden and Wimby. And you got Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell on the wings. You feel me? It makes the game easier for those younger players. Like, San Antonio looked good last night while healthy. You don't have to give up too much. So, I, like, I, like, I think I think that's a great analysis. Yeah, so, I, like I said. Now, you, Dwight. Can we just preface it by Dwight. saying this before you even go, go here? Go ahead. It's none of our business 
what anybody does in their bedroom. But once you lie, you are open to all the jokes. Go ahead. Now, real quick. Yes, it does matter because some of these things be wilding nowadays, bro. I, uh, it doesn't matter what you do in your bedroom. You're correct. But I don't need to hear about this shit, bro. <laughs> some of you niggas out here is wilding out here, pissing and shitting on each other. I don't need to hear none about that shit. But as far as Dwight Howard, goddamn Dwight. Shaking my head. If you don't know, um, Dwight Howard filed, had gotten a state civil lawsuit against him in July, alleging assault, battery, and false imprisonment and intentional infliction of emotional distress against Stephen Harper. And Slick, take it from here, Slick. I don't Essentially, what's your whole thoughts on the situation. Dwight Howard slid into a young man's DMs, invited him, and you know, trying to do the wild thing. Yes, young man, I said that properly. And when the young man got there, apparently it was a third man there named Kitty, and they were supposed to initiate a threesome. And apparently the man said no. He's he a wild boy. He, <laughs> he didn't want to partake. It was that season he spent in Atlanta. Nope, never mind. Sorry. Anyways, um, so essentially the young man said he did not want to participate in the threesome with Mr. Howard and Miss Mister Miss Miss Kitty, whatever they called that person. And Dwight Howard apparently forcibly took off the man's drawers and started to give him the guac guac. And then had forced and apparently allegedly forced him to watch him have sex with Miss Mr. Miss Kitty. Well, I don't know. This is really weird and nasty to even say out loud. But and yeah, this is not speculation because Dwight Howard was deposed and he had to fess up to these things. And he said, while majority of the story is true, no, the young man did was aware that there would be a Mr. Kitty there and was consenting to all the part the acts that he partook in. So yeah, again. Wild Atlanta shit. <laughs> a lot of pause. A lot of pause. A lot of pause. Dwight did drop a video. He definitely said it is nobody's business. Like he he's he's, he's taking it in stride. I guess he took it in stride during that moment as well too. Yeah, he definitely took it in stride. <laughs> so I guess I don't know, man. But you know what? It's kind of sad, though, too, because this fucked up his chance of getting back to the NBA. Because remember, he was working out with Draymond Green. He was potentially to go to the Warriors and some other team work out for some other teams. That shit's dead. <laughs> He's not coming back to the NBA. As a distraction, I was talking to Jamie Tox, but I was like, it's fucked up. Because years ago, he would have definitely been out the league with this shit. Now, it's like, you kind of can't really pull that because it's personal life. And again, I understand that. I'm going to play this quick click with what he said about it. As of earlier today, you ain't got to say anything about what you're doing. Y'all worrying about who people spend their time with. Whatever I'm doing in my bedroom is my damn business. Whatever you doing in your bedroom is your damn business. That ain't for everybody. And everybody don't need to know. You ain't got to say anything about what you're doing in your fucking house. It's your house. You ain't got to explain that to nobody, no matter what they say. They can say anything. Who gives two shits? Y'all too damn nosy worried about what I'm doing in my bed. Hell, the people who know what's going on in my bed, they know what the hell going on with my bed and what the hell I do in it. That ain't for everybody on the Internet. That ain't for no blogs. That ain't for no websites. I don't got to tell nobody where I put my wood at. Since y'all want to get to it. Pause. <laughs> that ain't nobody business where I put my shit at. Y'all just weird. If you want to know what people doing in their bedroom and who they messing with and sleeping with, you are weird. You're the weird one. Oh, shoot. Y'all heard about that, Dwight? They said Dwight was in a oh, text message and a guy. Nigga, who cares? Who cares who I was text messaging? You just mad because I want text messaging. Yo, ugly. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to text me, Dwight. That's your wicked, bro. I just was like, what the fuck? He does got a point, but my nigga, you wild. <laughs> I think it literally just came from the point of a shock. Two, this is not the first time we've ever heard like stories of him being sus. So I was like, no, right, no, 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 no. Um, what's his? What's that basketball wives shorty that he had? Oh, starts with an R. Race. Yes, she been saying he was a dick in the booty ass nigga. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. He, she did admit to that. So I mean, look, hey, bro, he, he, I support you. Do okay. your thing. 
Don't be kidnapping people and forcing them with the Glock, Glock 3000. <laughs> and um, I... <laughs> even, I'm not, I have so many jokes and I don't want to even say it. Yeah, yeah I'm not... I've realized my... Take, love- yo, I ain't going to hold you now. Watch it some of the times you play around with some niggas in the NBA now. It looks a little different now. That's why they was. That's why they was trying to punk him. They was like he was sucking dick, so he would. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he tried to. Ki- he tried to stop the. He tried to kidnap a nigga with the guac guac. <laughs> and I think that's the other. That's the other part too. I think it's not going to absolve the community for how we respond to it. I think it's just. It wasn't like nobody. This was nothing we asked to know about. It's a lawsuit, and it came out, and it was leaked. What you said, and people gonna have a reaction, and I get it. Nobody's combing through to see, like, hey, who you fucking? Like, nigga, you had hey, to admit you it. had a nigga dressed as a woman, identify as Kitty. Cat, give her up, man. <laughs> I'm getting ready for the song of the week. <laughs> I'm not. Hold on. This is how you get canceled. I'm not even trying to OD. Like I said, right, cool. Yo, I ain't going to hold you. Uh, the words of Cameron <laughs> and Mace. Hey, yo. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, just like, like, wait, wait, hold on. You try to kidnap a nigga with the guac, guac. <laughs> and then you try to force a nigga with a threesome with a nigga, with a nigga named Kitty, <laughs> and then you talk about nigga shouldn't care where, where you put your wood at, nigga. You nigga, you snatching wood out here. <laughs> Again, this might not go well. I don't want to hear no skits, nigga. <laughs> No Superman. <laughs> okay, so, so okay, get me get me out of here before I get canceled. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's NBA news. Also, James Harden did not report to the team. They told that nigga he could not get on the plane. He better be like Rosa Parks and tap a sit in. We want to move on to song of the week. Introduce the song of the week, my sir. Oh well, good. Yeah. If you don't enjoy kidnapping, you can go exit our YouTube and go to our favorite streaming platform, preferably the Live Podcast Network, and listen to the full episode there with the song of the week. But if you don't want to do that, you can go to our Apple Music playlist, our Spotify Music playlist, and listen to our songs of the week. And Slick, what's your song of this week? All right. And no kitty over here, but we're going to bump a couple of tracks. First joint, my man CB dropped the record. It's a nice little Afro beat vibes. This is Chris Brown featuring DeVito and LoJ. Sensational. single off of the 1111 project I'm, I'm fucking with it like i was like i was a little skeptical at first but then beat smooth video fire chorus good good beat, like you know good verses sometimes he throw the accent on i'm like oh shit this nigga was high but he, he did a good job and it's i next- know i like it but you know what else i thought i thought that nigga thought dwight thought that nigga was gonna think it was sensational when he gave you know what like, <laughs> next song that's you're a sick motherfucker Next up, my boy Aaron Ray just dropped another EP, Phases Part 3. Yo, I need an album, Aaron Ray. Too much damn EPs, bro. He you don't release mad EPs. He gave us one two years ago. But this is the Aaron Ray and Vanilla is Black. This record is fire. It's called Cold. Cold. <laughs> 
songs i wanted i could have played for this song of the week but i had to go to that offset offset album i ain't gonna have shit fire this is offset jealousy featuring cardi b cardi b i was playing bing bong because there's tough. a lot of drama between you and your beautiful wife cardi b let's talk about some music talk Who talking, who telling, who saying? I'm selling prescription cocaine. She fuck with my pimp and my cane. I'm Michael, I'm not no Jermaine. Jealousy that she gonna eat your heart out. This an AR sawed off, we a slayer squad out. This the beat she brought out. This a fish we ball out. Nah, he slid on that, bro. What? Shout out to Offset, though. Um, You know, uh, my next song, gotta go with Fredo Bangs. You feel me? He just released his new song with Emily Chopper. Shout out to the sample that he used. This is Fredo Bangs, Sideway. Ain't that DJ Charles over there? Looks like DJ Charles. Some days wanna be your baby. Some days wanna cut you out. Some days wanna block your number. Some days wanna cut you out. You say you hate me so. You say I'm so bipolar. I say I'm done with your like crazy and still come over. Gas be too high, I pull up bag and new eye. When I get there, we too loud. I'm all on your side, so when I get there, you ride. And when I get there, you ride. Can you ride it sideways? Can you ride it sideways? Hey, that was Fredo Bang Sideways. Um, you could go listen to our previous songs that we on our Happy Music Playlist or our Spotify music playlist, but that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right, all right. This TSA is just us this week. But we have a couple of guest surprises for the next upcoming week. So be prepared for that. But right, slick. And- what up? Now, slick these dating shit. Now is this the dating pool today? Got nothing but pissy shit in it. It's a whole cesspool, bro. And now the whole cheesecake factory <laughs> video went viral, and then after that went viral. Slick, there was a dating list that went out to the public, and that stirred the internet and had this whole gender war going crazy. Slick, did you get a chance to look at the list? I've seen it. So, some woman named Makisha Campbell said, here is a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on the first place. Number one, Cheesecake Factory. Applebee's, Chili, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the movies, your house, any fast food chains, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet, IHOPs, Denny, the gym, which is kind of I was like, okay, <laughs> church, church, um, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates, family function, movie night, somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, 
Waffle House and sports events. It's like, I just have one thing. Where the fuck are we supposed to take you? <laughs> Y'all done. Where the fuck are we supposed to take you? <laughs> Y'all see why I, I left the streets alone a long time ago. I saw where we was going. This is not. You close. left me in the ghetto. <laughs> you left me in the ghetto. This shit ghetto, bro. Now, the only thing on this list that I'm 100% on agreement with is your house and any fast food chain. You can't take a you can't take a chick to you know Burger King or Wendy's, and I don't know who taking you to the gym the first day. If a nigga take you to the gym the first day, he calling you a fat ass. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, but slick. You can't take a bitch to church. <laughs> you can't you can't let the Lord pray. But like Lord bless you, bless me with this God fearing woman. You have connected me with her. Nope. And she's like, nope. <laughs> Nigga, you better take me and get me some five hundred dollar dates. <laughs> no. where, where, where are we supposed to? What? What? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> I'm at the point where I think this is all bots. This isn't just made up. It's all for social media engagement. Because it's like at a point, we gotta start living in the social media fantasy world. People are projecting. Oh, my first day, you got to take me. You got to fly me out. I don't even know you. <laughs> What happened to the movies? The movies was a classic first date. Great first date. But then people started seeing how powerful the internet was and started trying to project. I'm going to find me my rich man. He's going to take me where I want to go. No, we not. You I ain't going to hold you. I might have to get it back in my old bag. Next week, I'm going to be on a totally different you know, PC, Brian. <laughs> but right now, shorty that was about the Cheesecake Factory, you talking about you look you, you too good for Cheesecake Factory. It looked like you wasn't too good for Cheesecake. All right? Because... Your ass didn't miss a meal over here hating on my guy on the Cheesecake Factory. And it got a whole different variety. That shit, that shit's like the Bible. You just, you, the shit, the menu, will, you can find anything you want in that. That's a and it's, it's now, is like I keep saying, what are, what are we dating for? Are we getting to know each other? Are you getting to know me? Or you just want the aesthetics? I think that's what it is. People just want the dates for the aesthetic. So, oh, yeah, he took me this to have a competition with someone. This shit makes no sense right now, bro. No, nah, it's nasty out here. I don't envy you. Have fun out there, my brother. I'll pray for you. Come on now, because it's like, bro, and this is what happened with the Ebony K. With the Ebony K. Williams. Not to bring that old situation up with, um, what's the what's that girl who be yelling and slapping tables and trying to fix people's lives again? Oh, Yanlu? Yeah. She was telling you, yo, focus on a nigga's morals and character than what he got in his pockets. And I keep telling my female friends, because they be they were subscribing to like, you know, yeah, take me out to I'm like, yo, if a if a nigga don't know you and he's taking you out on this expensive date, he's, he's trying to compensating. He's huh? he's trying to fuck. <laughs> Not only he trying to fuck, but he's overcompensating for something else. Because any real nigga that really want to fuck with you for real is not going to sit here and just spurge all this money. He's going to try to really get to know you and really build something with you. If he takes me, if he doesn't know you and he takes you on a $500 date, he's overcompensating. He's over, he's trying to mask something. And this is why y'all keep falling for these fuck niggas. And then y'all want to sit here and complain. And, th- and this is where we are at right now. This shit crazy. But you know, it's like you gonna queue up this next video. If I do take you on a first date, I, I if you want me to take you to one of those maestros or anything like that, I'm gonna need this. Get you right, bitch. Why did I eat that nigga dick up on a first date? Like I ate that nigga dick. I'm so mad at myself. Like London, why did you eat this nigga dick up like that? And I ended up so good. But it's the fact that I'm not the type of bitch that does that. Like, I'm not a first date slash some sneaky link type of bitch. Like, I usually make niggas wait. Now, if you are dick over here, Miss Cat Giver Upper, feel free to hit my DMs. Because then we could, we could talk about this first date thing over here. Shout out to the girls who's eating dick up on the first date. Shout out to y'all. It's not a requirement. I'm not asking you guys to go ahead and start eating random dicks on the first day, but just shout out to you guys. I just want to put that out there, Slick. <laughs> I respect it. You feel me? Now, Slick, this was this kind of passed, this kind of got overlooked by the dating list. Have you seen the social media trend that's a body? 
heard of it. I haven't seen nothing yet. What's it about? All right. So these are things, non-sexual things that what count will be added to a person's body count. So it doesn't. So once again, this is non-sexual things. So if Shorty drives the boat at a party, that's a body. <laughs> that's bad fact. That's three bodies. <laughs> Damn, that's wicked. So she, so so she did a little tilt her back and catch a shot. She, she just caught a body in public. Oh yes. Okay. What else? What what, what else is a different body? Um. If anytime she anytime she gets upset at her nigga, she posts a, a, a broad pic or an ass pic, that's, that's a, a body. body. <laughs> a lot of bodies. That's a body. That's a body. That's fair. Wait, what else? What else? What, what else might be a body? Something that women do that you or anybody is it women or is, we, is it men and, and women? Oh yeah, yeah. We could do both. We could do both. Mm, damn. That's tough. What if niggas do that's a body that a girl be mad at? When he opens the door for another woman, that's a body. Oh yeah, they don't that's, like that's that. What says, says hello? Oh, he, uh, he he responds to the woman after she said you 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 look good or you gotta you have a good day. That's a body. That's fact. That's two bodies. That's two bodies. <laughs> oh, if 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 a shorty at a uh, at a coffee spot give him a little extra stuff for free, that's a body. That's a body. <laughs> that's a body. What was it catch if you if you at the party she at the party and she she not dubbing the grinding on somebody for more than the first verse? That's a body. Oh, that's a body. Oh, that's a body for real. That's a body. That's, nigga, that's nigga, that's a gangbang. <laughs> you dance with a nigga more than three times. Oh, if if she if she stopped talking randomly and said she fell asleep the next day, that's a body. That's a lot of bodies. She is she is going through it. Oh, Shorty, Shorty said, uh, I hear Shorty said, if you let a lot of women pop your pimple, that's a body. Yes. Women take that shit serious. That's a real thing. People let other people pop their pimples. Women love popping pimples, especially the men pimples. So all my guys out here, if you got a pimple, let your own Shorty pop it. Don't let no other girl pop it. That's a body right there. Oh, facts. If I put you onto an artist... That's a body. <laughs> to and then you start dick riding them. That's say, a yeah. body. <laughs> you, get put on, you get put onto a song by, some, by somebody else. That's a body. And you over here for like, it's my favorite song, Bitch From Where. Well, you heard this. You don't listen to new music. <laughs> that's a fact, though. I don't know. Oh, if you let, if you let the hibachi chef pour sake in your mouth, that's a, that's, a, that's a triple body. That's a homicide. Double homicide. <laughs> I can hold you. That's OD. If, if you a nigga land that shit happen, my nigga. You Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, too soon. My bad. Yo, if she if she goes to the club and the party promoter hugs her and rocks her side to side. <laughs> yeah, that's a body. That's a body. That's a body. <laughs> Damn. If you wish, oh, girl- she, com- she under she un- if he under under bitches tweets or or her comments. With fire emojis or money bags. That's a body. That's a body. That's a body. <laughs> it gotta be the interaction. It gotta be the interaction. That's a fact. Oh my god. There's a lot of bodies out here though. Yeah, nah, niggas. Oh, if she hosting a party, that's a body. Really? Oh, like <laughs> it's a, not, oh, like she on a flyer? That's a fact. That's a that's 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 two bodies. Mm. She got a link in her bio. <laughs> that's a body. That's wild. That's so if that nigga complains about a parlay not hitting, <laughs> that's a body. All right, we're moving on. Now you just reaching. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Before we get to our choose one, Slick, what is the pettiest reason you lost interest in someone? The pettiest reason I've ever lost interest in somebody? Yeah. Like, I go, I go first. I hate how this bitch chew her food. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. That's OD. I ain't gonna hold you. Shorty look good, but when she talked, she was just and it, it was just like you nasty. <laughs> Probably uh one of the pettiest reasons she had nigga mannerisms. Like she was on something like my nigga dead ass. Yeah, dead ass you're oh, bro. Oh my god. When I hear a chick say bro, oh yeah, you 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 just you just a nigga with a cooch. <laughs> Again, Dwight Howard might appreciate yeah, it. That means, <laughs> wait, hold on. That means you can't date no NYC woman. That's why your fiance not from New York. <laughs> you can't. You're learning. 
You are learning. All New York women be like, my nigga, yo, dead ass, my nigga. Yeah, like, I'd be like, yeah. don't call me that. <laughs> don't talk to them. <laughs> now you're just it, you're just a body at that point. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know what else. What any other pettiest reasons that I stopped talking to someone? She said LeBron. Well, she didn't like LeBron huh? James. I've, I've stopped talking to a girl because she wouldn't admit that LeBron James was like, not even just a goal, just a good basketball player. Yes. What's wrong I, with her? I, I don't fucking know. I'm trying to think. Well, she just trying to be argumentative because you know some girls is like doing that, that shit. The, just that was the wrong one. That was the wrong day. <laughs> it was the wrong fucking day. That is petty. Was, just because you didn't think LeBron was yeah, nah, great, nah, nah. I'm gonna yeah, stop. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah, you <laughs> said it was the wrong. It was the way she came at me about it. I was like, I, I, I don't give a fuck now. Leave me alone. <laughs> a bad one. Oh, a really man. bad one. I hope you have a great day. Why do you care about me already? It's too much. You gotta go. You gotta go. Wait, no, 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 no. That's toxic. That was toxic. I didn't say everything was gonna be sweet. I, uh, a, 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 a girl can't tell you to have a it nice was too day. Early. It was too early. It was like I had known her for like three days. I was like, why do you care this much already? No, it's too much. You gotta go. <laughs> I was like, uh uh-uh. She's gonna tell me she loved me in like a month. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> oh man. I think I think one time I stopped liking a girl because of her taste in music. Mm. I ain't gonna hold you. Like I ain't gonna lie, a taste in music is important. Like I got what I got what I got what I well, definitely stopped talking to a girl one time because of her sneakers. Who's wrong with her sneakers? She was wearing just it was back in my height. She was, she was she she was wearing um, Jordan. Mids you could tell she yeah you could tell she wasn't from the city, man. She had the Fila shit before Fila was popping. She had the new balances from DSW. <laughs> When she wore heels, she wore the little. It was like the one inch kitten shit. I was like, "Where the fuck are we going?" <laughs> oh, facts. Or, uh, or uh, if Shorty wears some dirty ass Air Force ones, like the white girls be doing. Yeah, mama, I can't fuck with you. You got it, no type of awareness for life. <laughs> it, depends on where, it depends on where we going, but yeah, that that's yeah, nah, that's a negative for me, dog. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, let's, let let us know what's your pettiest reasons. We might bring this up for our guests. And see, and see what they say. Definitely probably get a, a female perspective on this. Let us know in the comments. But let's get to our choose one to wrap this episode up. All right. This week's choose one slip. Would you rather the ability to change the past or see into the future? Uh, mm. I feel like if I see into the future, I'm not going to see the right shit. I'm going to have a bunch of deja vu moments. I'm, what Drake said, I'm going I'm to go back in the past, not to change it, but just to feel a couple things twice. Oh, okay. That was a bar. That was a bar. I don't know, bro. Because changing the past, you never know what you're going to have with the future. And then also, if you look into the future, you might fuck up the future in the present because you don't know what you did to get into it. That shit tough. But then again, matter of fact, I'm going back to the pan. I'm going to go to the past. I'm going back to the pandemic when AMC shit was going up. <laughs> Putting all my money into that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm changing a few things, but that's like, for the most shit, I just want to <laughs> go know, through a couple things again. I, I You know, that's my thing. I'm, I ain't going to do too much to change a certain drastic. I'm just going to go to maybe two or three years back, see what's going, see where the climate's hitting for. Boom, boom. Get that. Acquire certain this. Matter of fact, Nigga, I'm going back to 2008 when the first recession happened and copied me a crib. <laughs> Nigga, wasn't you like 15? Nigga, they don't need to know. <laughs> I'm going to come back with some bread. Because <laughs> niggas was eating. Niggas was eating in the first recession, bro. <laughs> we're not going to be able to eat. We're in a recession right now. We're not about to eat like that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'll take that. So, so I'm, 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 I'm going to go in the past and change some shit right here. I'm going to go in the past and change some shit. That's me, though. But let us know what, what would you do, maybe the ability to change the past or see into the future. But that's it for this episode. Please download a live podcast app on iOS or Android. Or please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If any brand new deals, business opportunities, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. Once again, I'm the host with the most, Hem Duncan, Hemi Butler. Him De La Ghetto, Hemi Hendrix, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazone. It's your boy Slick Grayson. Y'all be great. We'll see y'all next week. We out of here. Take out. Just take the beats.
try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one.